Coming up next on Techno Optimist Radio, you'll hear the latest news on how technology is solving some of the world's biggest problems, even the problems that technology itself may have caused, with Theresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. Let's talk about your favorite pair of pants. Jeans are arguably the most popular and versatile fashion item. They can be dressed up or dressed down, and they're in style for years and years. And the more worn they get, the better they look. But look deeper and you'll find hidden environmental consequences, like toxic chemicals, hazardous waste, and excessive water consumption. Even the indigo dye is problematic because it is derived from petroleum. But a new startup called Hue has a solution. They're cultivating bacteria that generate that same iconic blue without the need for hazardous chemicals. The original Levi's blue jeans were dyed with indigo, a plant-based dye. However, synthetic colors gradually replaced natural dyes. Then, over a century ago, high-performance chemical dyes took over the industry, and today very few designers still use plant-based indigo dye. Most denim is manufactured in China. The dyes used to process the genes have a huge environmental impact, pollute local waterways, and impact the health of factory workers. Michelle Zhu and Tammy Xu co-founded Hue to find a better solution. Their work is grounded in research on the enzymes in plants that generate colors in natural dyes. Then, they exactly replicate those natural dyes using biotech, and they're starting with BlueJean's famous indigo dye. Shu told me that they essentially program microbes with genetic information from plants that make different kinds of natural dyes. Then, those microbes can grow and divide and produce a lot of the dye. Manufacturing a kilogram of indigo dye typically needs 100 kilograms of petroleum. Hue's process uses none. It also gets rid of potential pollutants, like formaldehyde and other chemicals. Consumers buy over a billion pairs of jeans each year, and since the dye isn't the only problem, we need more ways to create sustainable denim. And more on the environment, it turns out some animals can't take the heat. As the planet warms, many species are under threat of becoming endangered or even extinct as habitats shrink or shift. There is a possible solution. Help the animals pack up their bags and move to more hospitable parts of the world. But helping animals migrate is a complicated and fraught task, affecting not just the movers, but also humans and ecosystems at their destinations. Now, some scientists want to lay the ground rules for animal climate migrants before they become refugees. The days of climate change being a future worry are gone. It's happening, and the animals are taking notice. Planet Earth has warmed by 2.14 degrees Fahrenheit since the 19th century, with most of that warming occurring in the past 40 years. Even that seemingly small temperature change has caused an upset. Animals in the Arctic, such as reindeer and golden eagles, are migrating sooner. Longer growing seasons led to bigger shrubs, which have attracted more moose to the Arctic. Malarial mosquitoes have crept up mountain slopes in Colombia and Ethiopia. But some animals can't migrate on their own. They're trapped by insurmountable walls like mountains, rivers, or even a densely populated city. And as temperatures rise, if they can't escape to a better environment, many could die. But what if people could help? 
humans could carry animals over mountains, sail them across rivers, or fly them to more suitable conditions. The idea of assisted colonization has long been debated. On the one hand, we've been rehoming animals, on purpose or unintentionally, for centuries. In the 1980s, we introduced the lionfish to the western Atlantic, purportedly because pet owners emptied their aquariums into the ocean. But this can be problematic. For example, that invasive lionfish doesn't have any natural predators in the Caribbean, so they devastated coral reef fish. But whether the risks of relocating threatened animals to more suitable environments outweigh the risks of doing nothing, it's hotly debated. And now a team of conservation scientists want to move this along. They published a paper pressing for action. They say that now is the time for conservationists worldwide to create a universal framework to help weigh the benefits and risks of assisted colonization proposals. And that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening to Techno-Optimist Radio. I'm Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. The music is provided by Alex Jurgensen. You can find out more about these stories in the show notes at weru.org.